Hey baby, welcome back to my show. This is episode 47 of the Tim Vaxelbaum Show. My name is Tim Vaxelbaum, and I'm still doing this podcast here, even though you know. Why, you might ask, am I doing this still? People might be asking themselves there, like, why are you still doing that? Well, you know, it's not about the product that I'm putting out. It's not about the quality of the product that I, like I just said, am putting out. It's about the fact that I got to document my life for archives, archival purposes. Hey, sorry that I'm, that you have to sit through this part of it, of, of me talking weird. People in my six, in my, okay, let's get serious. Stop fucking around. The reason I'm doing this, people that are going to be watching this are people that are in the line of succession and they need to watch how I lived when I was alive so that in case they need to know something about me for, I don't know, some kind of like legal purpose, like if they need to dig back to see if if I was racist, who knows, maybe they won't, maybe, uh, I don't know, there's many, many, many reasons, like if I, if somebody wants to put out a documentary about me, or a biography, a biopic, a bio audio book. Uh, this is footage of me, so it's straight from the horse's mouth. If for if you need to know something, like, who the fuck knows? You might need to know. Okay, what was he up to when he was thirty-two in uh, two thousand and twenty-two? This is the fucking middle of his life. What was he up to back then? I don't know, might be relevant. Might need it as an alibi. Like, hey, where were you in 2022? What were you doing that year? Well, he was doing this podcast. Let's see if he mentions anything about what he was up to that year or that period of his life. Because I never, I'll, I'll be doing this more than this year. I started it last year in uh, October of 2021. And it's fine. It's October of 2022 now. I'm pretty much all, I'm almost a different person. I'm a year older almost. And so we're getting, we're definitely going to keep doing. I mean, that's, that's all I try. That's the whole point of what I wanted to get at, uh, in the open here for this episode is, uh, uh, that it's basically, this is for people to look back on my life in high def and be like, okay. That's pretty good evidence that he was uh, doing with this particular thing at this time. So we do have a lot to talk about this episode, and it's going to be a long one. So buckle up. I never say that. I usually say it's going to be a short one. Now, this is going to be a long one. And we, so, cause that, so what that means is, hey, that probably means... A lot has happened to me this past week. Not really. 
For me, hey, I'm not happy this bad way. For other people, it might just be like, big whoop. But you know, not everything that's interesting for yeah, for one person doesn't mean that it ain't valuable for uh, for nobody. Hey, hey, let's just start the show. Fuck it, I'll just start the show, and I, I won't even preempt the high. I won't even like hype it up. We'll just get right into it. All right, so our first topic on the docket is, uh, we'll start off slow and easy. Okay, so, okay. So I'm a new guy. I'm a new car owner. I've never owned a car until I was 20, no, 30. <laughs> I don't know why I may be uh, 30. One, I think. Yeah, I was thinking I was like 30 or 31. I was 30. Yeah, isn't that fun? that's a nice round age for the for the year that I got my first car. And my first car was a Tesla. So that's fucking crazy. That's a weird first car. That's like so, it, I, it spoiled me so much. And then I, uh, I, I definitely don't have that anymore. Uh, that and we'll in that. That's kind of the reason I started this this podcast. Sorry, to, I don't know why I keep having to say the f word so often on this thing. Okay. Um, so that was my first car. I got I, I had to get rid of that because I disabled it. because uh, I definitely uh, miss misused it because I did I took an impulsive action I guess I'm an impulsive person that's gonna that's gonna be uh, talked about more later on a little bit man so anyway I got a second Tesla after that it was like $140,000 of a car Sold that in July of this year, so just a couple months ago. Sorry, I'm not in focus. I gotta lean back a little bit um, so that the camera gets me in focus. So anyway, I got the Miata. That was my third car in two years, I believe. You know, less than two years. I needed the Miata because the Tesla. Who the like? It'd be insane to drive that everywhere. Like, I, you need to be worth. Ten million dollars for that to not feel like a really expensive decision to make that your primary car. So anyway, so I got the Miata, thirty-five thousand dollar car, and that thing has been treating me pretty well. like it's had no problems. Like it fucking is so reliable. The the Tesla, the second Tesla I had was was horrible, not reliable. Not a peat, not that fun to drive either because you're more worried about how much money you're losing on the depreciation of the thing. And you're just worried that you're going to like, fuck, you know, kill somebody because of how fast it was. But at least I'm over it. At least I don't have to like, at least I got it out of my system. I got the rocket car out of my, I know what it's so like, I never have to like wonder what it would be like to have like a really fancy car or like a super fast accelerating car. Cause I, I could be like, yeah, I already 
I've done that. I've been been down that road before. It's not as glamorous as you think it is, as, as you might think. And, and another thing that has nothing to do with the car. Anyway, the reason they brought up the car thing, which is super interesting, more, so interesting, is that I finally have owned a car for long enough that I got to get the thing, like, serviced for maintenance. Like, for once, I'm actually, like, responsible enough to own a car long enough or I gotta get the oil changed on that sucker. You know, I gotta get the tires rotated. So I made an appointment to have that done today. And I slept through the appointment, you know. I, I thought I had an alarm set on my phone. I had my volume up, turned up on the on my phone. Assuming that the alarm would wake me up. Nope, I slept right through it, that fucking appointment. So now my car... It's Miata. It's five. It's got five thousand miles, almost six thousand, and that's overdue for an oil exchange. For an oil, every time I turn on a car, the dashboard is is telling me, "Hey, you're due for an oil change." So it's like shit. I don't want to be like abusing this car man the car did nothing wrong or it deserves to be chugging this old dirty oil so i you know and i can tell that this thing is running kind of chalky it just feels kind of like more i forgot how i described it when i was driving it today earlier tonight i was like yeah it feels more like how did i describe it i don't know just like stiff it just felt more track like dirty anyway so the so yeah, I slept through the appointment, and uh, why is that a big deal? Well, yeah, I don't know. It kind of brings me to the main theme of 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 uh, this podcast episode, you know, and just the whole past month uh, that I've been looking to uh, diagnose and treat, which is ADHD. That shit. Is a real disease. I don't. Know. They, so they say. I don't know. If it, I guess. Hey, I guess it's a real disease. And if it's real, hey, I don't. I, I, I got. I definitely got it. I don't care if it's real or not. I know there's something wrong with me, and I know that uh, I gotta do something about it. And and I've been trying shit. And uh, so we made some. We're gonna get. We're, 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 there's been some progress. There's, there's definitely some updates to talk about on that front. But let's comb through the boring topics. You know, otherwise it's gonna be a short. I mean, if I, you know, can't close on the shit that's the most interest. Can't can't open on the shit that's most interesting. You know what I'm talking about? And, uh, but we are, this actually, fuck it, this will be a short episode, actually. Now that I'm starting to, like, not enjoy doing this anymore, I'm getting better at, uh, not going for long, which is, I don't know, I don't know why that is. But anyway, I guess it's just because there's not that much to talk about. Um, and... Even if, like, there is, always, I could always, like, just talk about nothing. I'm good at, like, just bullshitting and talking, you know, taking a subject and just extract, ext you know, just extrapolating. 
forever. But nah, we're not going to do that in this episode. Who cares? Like, it really is not necessary. Anyway, um, and I am making a shitload of money from this podcast. So I should probably thank the, uh, the sponsors. Um... Okay, so we're sponsored by a by a, the, the, a cartel, not an illegal one, like a legal cartel. I know the cartel usually it's a has a dirty connotation, but actually there's many legal cartel. Let me look up the definition of cartel. I might I might actually have this wrong. Why is my voice worn out already? I guess because I sang. Yeah, I guess that's why. Because I was singing my ass off. Okay, so a, a cartel is just a coalition or cooperative arrangement between political parties intended to promote a mutual interest. That's it. Oh, that's the historical. Ah, uh, shit. Okay, the current meaning is an association of manufacturers or suppliers with the purpose of maintaining prices at a high level and restricting competition. Okay, that doesn't mean illegal. That just means essentially a monopoly. I mean, it's the same thing as a monopoly pretty much. Kind of. So anyway, sorry to go down that tangent. Let's get to the next topic. Okay, recluse update. So a couple months ago, I uh, figured out that I got these uh, horrendous uh, arachnids called brown recluse. No S. You don't have to say any S's at the end. It's just brown recluse. That means plural. You don't have to say recluses. So multiple recluse. I got them in my house. Uh, it started with one adult at night. I, uh, immediately, I was like, that's a fucking, that looks like a brown recluse. Just by the way it was like walking and it just had this creepy, you know, appearance that other spiders don't have. Uh, and I was like, so I killed it. That was a very intense moment. And then, okay, so whatever. So I learned a lot about them. And then immediately, the next day, I already started seeing baby brown recluse. And then I started seeing, you know, I laid out these glue traps all over the place. I still got them all over the place. It's fucking just, it's pretty gross that they're all just still out there with all these dead bugs that have been there for over a month on them. And they're just fucking still, you know, I'll change them eventually, but... The dead bugs act as bait for, you know, so it's not like there's any hurry to change them. It's just nasty. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. So I started put, uh, noticing every day more and more uh, juvenile brown recluse piling up on the, uh, these fucking glue traps. And so I just was like, okay, this is getting not any better. Uh... And so I came very close to, to uh, you know, scheduling one of those fucking, you know, Dale, uh, what do you call it, dude from King of the Hill, Dale Gribble, you know, Terminators, to come over and, yeah, but I didn't, I just like, eh, I'll wait it out, I'll wait it out. 
And uh, so then they just instantaneously stopped appearing overnight. They just stopped appearing. And um, I'm not a fuck. I'm not an idiot. Like, I don't take that as like, oh, I guess it's over with. I guess there's no more uh, infestation. Yeah, I wasn't born yesterday. I know that they're just hibernating. It's just the time that they're out of, they're going out of season, man. It's fucking October. It's getting cold out. So yeah, they're fucking still up there. I know it. And by next spring, I'm going to be, you know, pretty fucking disgusted, man. I'm going to be living with adult brown recluse. I don't know, man. I guess I'm just going to have to kind of get ready for it mentally. And I kind of already have been desensitized by seeing the little little ones slowly getting bigger. So fucking nasty. But so they'll be fucking full-grown adults capable of leaving fucking flesh. Huge wounds in your flesh. I don't know. So that's the update on the recluse. Is that uh, I'm not winning. I'm winning. But the war ain't over yet. Like I won the battle. But the war ain't over. And okay. And I learned something about extermination. Is that. uh, You know. You can't trust anything that is. uh, Natural and non-toxic. To kill pests. I mean okay. Maybe like. um, Diatomesis earth. I think that does work. But nothing beats like fucking poison. Like powder, there is powder poison that is very effective. But I read somewhere that, you know, some fucking thing on, you know, I googled something that told me that that, uh, vinegar kills bugs and spiders. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I fucking sprayed the shit out of some spiders bugs to test it out and they just fucking they were like thank you for the free fucking rain and they just started literally just drinking i just watched this fucking earwig that i got you know earwigs are the primary thing that i got collected anyway this fucking earwig it's like whoa thank you free vinegar water and just started drinking it I was like, okay, I don't think that's fucking poisonous. And it's fu- So, yeah, that shit doesn't do anything. So, uh, nothing, not everything you read online. I don't know why they say that. If it's completely useless, why would there be... Like, there's literally zero truth to it. Maybe it kills butterflies. Maybe it kills something that just, like, is super... Yeah. You need the real hardcore chemicals to kill these fucking things so anyway we cover that so then uh, so now that i think i kind of like got over the hump at least for the winter on the recluse it's like oh i got this new paranoia uh termite so i fuck so i'm lying in bed uh for the past two days and as i'm drifting to sleep i start hearing this clicky clack this rattling in my ceiling, and it's like, okay, what the fuck is this? So I'm starting to think, well, okay, could be fucking uh, some kind of critter. And uh, so, yeah, sure enough, it could be some kind of 
fucking critter. But I ain't gonna find. It's like it's coming from the ceiling, man. I ain't gonna fucking climb into the attic and duck underneath the very uh, shallow. Like it's not a very easy to access part of the attic that I'm hearing these fucking things. And I got. I I fucking hope that it's not fucking what I what I hope is. I hope it's not a termite, man, because that shit is gonna be super expensive. Forget about recluse. Fucking termites, they do more than fucking kill your flesh. They kill your assets, baby. So nothing is safe, man. It's like once you feel like, oh, okay, I guess I'm safe. Some other horrible thing in nature is discovered. Oh, Oh, that's great. There's something that could just eat your fucking house and just without you really even knowing it tells too. Oh, great. You just tap on the wood and it sounds hollow. It's like, well, too late. That it's already fucking gonna cost a fuck. It's gonna be costing a lot of money to fix this. Uh, so God, I fucking hope I don't got term. That would fucking suck. So fuck tech. I'm, so fuck living in a place so that's always hot. Like you don't hear, you don't hear about all these these fucking issues in like other places. Like man, like um. So I'm getting my ass kicked by being a home a homeowner, and uh, it's expensive. Cause you know I don't I don't, I don't give a fuck. And why do they build houses out of fucking wood? The same shit that uh, termites eat. Like, I, mean, I mean, like, I think I could afford something else. Like, is it that, like, impractical to make houses out of plastic? I don't really give a shit. Like, if it, is it just because it, like, melts in the sun? Like, is it because of the chemicals or some shit? I don't know, it's just ridiculous that they make uh, houses out of shit that uh, just rots. That just, that just decomposes. That's worth, hu- I, that's what I put hundreds of thousands of dollars of human, human money into? Something that bugs eat? That's what I put hundreds of thousands of human dollars into? Bug food? A conveniently laid out pile of bug food. I prefer concrete. Nothing eats concrete. What the fuck eats concrete? And nothing goes through concrete either. Radio, nothing. Nothing. You could have a fucking, uh, you could bang on pots and pans. All right. Okay, so next topic on this episode of my podcast, Tim's Weichselbaum. Let's do a quick sober update. Boom! Well, am I still sober? First of all, yeah, I'm still sober from all the, from the only thing I'm trying to be sober from, which is, uh, heroin. Um, and alcohol. And many, and any street drug, pretty much. I mean, I'm not really fucking with anything 
off the street. I have not had a sip of alcohol in almost one year. And uh, yeah, it's, not, it's going okay. It's, it's really given me a lot of uh, clarity to focus on uh, what is fucking wrong with me. When you're just drinking alcohol every day, you don't really care. You don't really give a fuck about like, oh, I got all these issues. Because uh, you're having fun. You're having a ball. So who gives a f- Like, sure, the next day it's got, you feel like complete shit mentally and physically. And you just go, holy fuck, I was an asshole last night. Well, I'm going to do it again because it's pretty fucking fun. So anyway, so if you're not doing alcohol, that gives you a lot of time to be like, oh shit, I should probably think about this thing that I've been struggling with my whole fucking life. And I say, yeah, I've been doing it. And uh, for me, the solution is not to be completely straight edge. That is not ever the solution for me. I've tried many times to indefinitely stop using cannabis. And it, it I could go indefinitely. You know? It's not like an addiction, really. Uh, and anytime I go off it, I just, I just become so fucking miserable. And I just have no energy. I do have insomnia at first. You get this huge burst of insomnia that, you know, eventually goes away. And then you just fucking feel horrible. You just have no uh, energy to, to, fo- to do anything, to focus on anything. And I would sleep for 16 hours a day and, and just feel completely uh, bereft of life force. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm fucking flatlining not getting anything done so i would have i would always go back to to weed and those are the current situation with weed is that i am in a place that doesn't really you know it's not legal in texas which is not the fucking problem it's easy to find weed here but uh, i'm just kind of bored of it it's like do yeah i still want it and i tried to go on uh, the shit that you could just buy legally here, which is uh, there's many, many types of cannabinoids that are legal. But they're all bullshit. They don't get me as high as the real shit. And uh, even the real shit, after a certain point, you're not going to really get high anymore if you smoke every fucking day. Uh, so it's really, so I would, I just need better shit and I'm too lazy to fucking seek it out. And I know that it would not solve my problems, man. Fuck. There's a moth. Fuck. Fuck. The only reason it freaked me out is because it came after me. It's like, dude, why do you got to come over to me? Is it because I'm so bright? Because I'm so pale that i reflect the lighting okay so anyway gee like where did it come from how did a moth get okay so going right back to what i was talking about so weed yeah i need i need some because it helps it really helps me uh just you know with a lot of 
symptoms of depression, not just depression, because it's very, very complicated to explain um, the benefits of weed and the cost analysis. Because I know, you know, like, because you're paying for it in some ways. It delivers benefits uh, that, that, that I pay for. So it's all the trade-offs. So, so weed, um, it gives me a little bit of motivation and uh, it relaxes me and just motivates me to get back on track. Um, but then it goes away. After like 20 minutes or an hour, however, depending on your uh, tolerance, that shit is going to have diminishing returns. You're going to be taking a hit after You're going to be taking big fucking hits. And you get a head rush, but then you don't get high. Like I, get, I smoked this fucking Delta 8, and it gives you this fucking head rush, makes you cough your fucking ass off. But that's it. It's like, okay, I'm not high though. So fucking, it's kind of a ripoff. And the real weed, whatever. So even if I'm getting the really high quality weed, it pays diminishing returns. Even when it's super potent and you have that, you get knocked, you get blown back by the initial uh, whatever hit. The negative effects are outweighing the positives. Uh, and uh, the huge negative of weed for me is that it completely uh, takes away my social desire and like makes me not want to be in front of people. Makes me want to talk. A bit. It just makes me want to curl, like, not curl up. Makes me want to just look on the computer and focus on very insular, um, in, introverted. It just makes me introverted as fuck. And it makes me want to not be social at all for many, many days. For the whole day. Even if I take a tiny hit. Early in the day, I'm fucked. It's gonna blow my entire personal personality for the rest of the day. So it sucks for that. So we're switching. So it's times. So, okay, so I need to switch to something that actually uh, helps me out. So it's all about you know, I'm trading off weed for shopping out. Now that I know that I got ADHD, that was the big thing that I. Found out the past month, man, because I've been trying out this treat. Because I just presented to my my uh, primary care doctor with uh, depression. I was like, "Hey, I'm just I, something's got. I gotta do something about this, man." It's like I, I'm just not functioning, and I am uh, losing interest in hobbies that I once liked. And he was like, "Yeah, it's, it sounds like depression." So I got on the uh, Zoloft, and I am. Currently, not on this. I'm still on a little bit of Zoloft, but I, I, I am trailing off the day, uh, dose of uh, Zoloft. So this, so I'm, I'm, 
reducing it, and I will no longer be on it because uh, it just it didn't work. I like I gave it a chance. I gave it a solid two months, and we I think we could rule out that 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 is a helpful solution. It was. Uh, it didn't really give me any uh, help in the executive function department, um, and it just made me not be able to feel my dick. It's like okay, so that's there's that. Um. So I'm 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 getting off Zoloft. It's just so so that so it's like okay, I I sent this fucking message. About okay, I, I think it's ADHD, man. I think I gotta get on something, but I don't like Adderall. I've been on Adderall as a kid, and this is so long ago that I took Adderall. And I, so I had an appointment where I told them my my thoughts on how I need to get on some kind of Adderall medicine. And he was like, "Well, I would consider first to go on a non-stimulant." such as Wellbutrin, but it has a lowered uh, seizure threshold. It fucks with your seizures. So that's not an option. So immediately that was ruled out. So it's like, okay, fuck, fuck, I fuck uh, Wellbutrin. And uh, so I was like, I guess stimulants then. And but I was like, yeah, but I know that this fucking, this Adderall, Adderall stuff, it's very psychoactive. It's not my favorite thing to be on, but it works. So it's like, yeah, I'll take some of that because I did bring up uh, Vivant. I've heard anecdotally that Vivant is better for some people, but it's a uh, gen- it's not a generic. I don't think there's like a gen. There's no generic for Vivant, even though. Never, yeah, no, Vivant is definitely uh, its own type of chemical that is not a. Gen- it's not a. There's no generic for it. So he was like, yeah, that one, uh, usually we would not go straight to that one because insurance usually would not like to pay for it because it's expensive. Uh, but there's this new, th- anyway, so I was like, yeah, fine. I'm willing to go through the process. I'll start with Adderall. It'll fucking do something. So I had to go through the uh, the drug dealer um, agreement, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? This is a, an illegal drug that I'm going to dispense to you and you must agree not to sell it. I don't know. I didn't read the whole, I didn't read the agreement at all. I just fucking got the, I got right in there and I just fucking signed it cause, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to fucking sell it. Um, and you know, I wasn't gonna, you know, I just felt the person like over my shoulder, like wait, I wasn't gonna make him wait for me to read the damn thing. But anyway, he was like, yeah, so we're gonna drug test you and you gotta sign this waiver and then we'll get you the Adderall, a one month supply. And, uh, (laughs) so... So yeah, I went in there. I got. I took my my dick out. Um, I don't know why I have to go through the gory details on that, but like I couldn't even fucking fill half the cup. I was like dehydrated, and like I thought I would be able to fill the. I couldn't even fu- anyway, but it didn't matter. 
they got the test, they got me the results the next day. They came, they actually showed me all the fucking, all the drugs that they tested for. And thankfully, none of them came back positive except for uh, THC. It said presumption positive. It was like, I don't know. It was like, we. it said something that it was um, abnormal, which means positive. But then another test came back today saying that it was not positive for THC. I was like, okay, I guess when I'm getting, I guess I'm getting really shitty fucking weed. Um, and I, I was really nervous though, because it took him a, it, he never, he didn't respond. He didn't send over the prescription, uh, for another day. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to message him and ask him if it's a problem that I tested positive for cannabis, even though I didn't, apparently. So anyway, he didn't he didn't give a fuck about the THC. He was like, oh, sorry, yeah, I, I was busy. So I was like, oh, thank you. So he sent it, and I was like, oh, thank fuck, because I was really, uh, really uh, paranoid and just not happy and bummed out. Like, just re- it was really stressful to go through the process of, getting a drug that you're not really that excited to have to be on and just knowing that like maybe I'm not even going to be able to get it and have to get a new doctor just for some fucking bullshit for weed. So that was a relief and they filled it tonight. I saw I was able to get it tonight. That was not a guarantee because this shit is uh is uh, on a on shortage there's a shortage of Adderall what a surprise a bunch of people need amphetamine in these times what a surprise I'm not the only one who needs amphetamine who needs speed but I really need it I'm not just some asshole uh, who wants to like abuse a bunch of stimulants all my because I really don't uh, but after more education on the subject, it just seems that this is the most appropriate uh, uh, next step. Like, it just seems like that's the most effective drug for, for uh, ADHD is a stimulant, man. These are fucking old school stimulants. Like, there's nothing complicated about and there's there's really not that big a difference between them i guess but like uh there is slight differences because some people do better on vivance or adderall or dexedrine that's an older one but uh dexedrine is just dextroamphetamine which is one of the salts in Adderall, like Adderall has dextroamphetamine in it. It has some of that in there, but it also has other kinds. So Adderall is a, it's like a cocktail. So it's really not that bad. Hey, okay, I'm getting multiple types of amphetamine, not just one kind. And it's the extended release kind. But uh, some people say that dexedrine is harder to get but it but does better on some people and like i don't know for some it's just better for some people even though 
it's more restricted. It's less prescribed for some reason, and it's old as fuck. It's been around since like the 30s. And then there's an even less known ADHD medicine called desoxin. And that's the holy grail. That is uh, uh, another form of amphetamine. Methamphetamine. Yeah, it's not dextroamphetamine. It's uh, it's not regular amphetamine. It's the kind uh, that starts with an M. <laughs> Um, that shit is, is the high, highest review. Can you imagine if it wasn't the highest reviewed medicine for, for, uh, for anything? <laughs> Who gives a fuck what the, what it's prescribed for? It's going to be highly regard. Who gives a fuck? Prescribe it for anything. It's going to get high reviews. Like, even if it's for, for like, I don't know, for like. <laughs> Like, let's say you have a cold and you get prescribed meth. You're not going to complain. You're not going to be like, oh, shit. That wasn't the right medicine. You're going to be like, yeah, okay, I didn't help the cold, but I'm doing it. Thank you. Anyway, so meth is uh, anywhere you look it up. If you look up disoxin on drugs.com or like, WebMD or GoodRx, everybody's like, yeah, this is the fucking best shit for ADHD, no side effects, it lasts all day, no come down, no withdrawal. So if you find a doctor in a pharmacy that lets you get this shit, you better hold it close to the vest. So, uh, and there's only like one company. <laughs> there's only like a handful. Like literally, I looked it up. There's only like two companies that that manufactures this shit. There's one company that manufactures the brand name Disoxin, which sells for two thousand dollars a month for the brand name kind. And there is a generic, which sells for about two hundred a month. Through good RX. That is not that bad. Uh that would be the kind that'd be the best kind to try. It comes in five milligrams. And I was curious, like, so okay, if you only need to take five milligrams, how much are people taking who take it on the street, who smoke this shit or snort it or inject it? How much are they taking? And supposedly, I don't know, from what I could gather a big dose would be only like 30 to 40 milligrams. That'd be like a huge big dose of, uh, of crystal meth. That's not that much more. That's less than 10 times more than the uh, medical dose. And I've heard that some people take 10, 15, 20 a day medically, like, like legally through a doctor. So that's really not that much less than, than, uh, than tweakers take. So what's the difference? Well, the difference is you have a limited amount. You can't just, you know, have your pharmacy re-up the dose. Um, and all, but you know, you might need 
a higher dose after a while. So I don't know. Like it's just, there is a, you know, and also it's so much safer. Like if you're going to be taking meth, okay. Like if that's the option, meth versus not getting any help, I'll take the the prescribed version of it over the street version. That's a no-brainer. I mean, even if I was taking the, the prescribed version, that doesn't mean I would ever consider taking the, the uh, street version unless I was already hopelessly addicted to it and there's like no way else to get... But then you're fucked. And any, well, then you're, it's like, okay, you're probably not going to have a prescription for much longer in that case anyway because you're using up all your uh, money on the... On, like, there's no way it would last long. Anyway... So if you're not abusing it, you would have absolutely no inclination to fuck with uh, getting it on the street because that shit could have anything in it. could be fucking anything. So you're playing with, you know, you're risking your life. Even if it's just straight up pure meth, um, you're still risking... Um, becoming addicted to it if you take it in that form because you're going to be smoking it. And smoking it gives you a way more addictive high. It's a more ritualistic, it just becomes a way more habit-forming thing, man. It's like smoking weed. You're smoking in a bong. You collect the reclaim. You boil the water. It's a fucking disgusting habit. That's how you become a meth head. Uh, is if you just start smoking it, it's like okay, this is a, I can see how that becomes a habit, and you get the meth mouth. Anyway, but hey, those those meth heads—they're getting a lot of shit done. You don't hear about you don't hear about functional meth heads. The people that take it is uh, for ADHD. Uh, they don't talk about how it's uh, like a huge rush of a high. They don't say that it gets you high because uh, they're just doing the necessary dose. They're taking it as a pill so it doesn't give you that instant head, that, you know, rush. They say it just gets, it just lifts the fatigue and it just helps them function. That's it. It's not like, oh, I'm fucking on meth. It's not like that. So it really is a highly desirable drug to seek to seek after, whatever, to to seek out. Uh once the Adderall becomes unpleasant, I guess. I don't know, maybe Adderall's gonna be fucking amazing. Some people that abuse meth prefer Adderall. So like what I got Nothing to sneeze. I mean, it's just, just as abusable as uh, meth. If you fucking if you snort it, I mean, that shit will get you definitely the same effect. You'll just run out, and then you'll be like, "Well, that sucks." Now I have to wait a month. You can't just call your doctor up and be like, "Well, I uh, I snorted the entire thirty day supply." So, uh, can you help me out? That's the thing. It's like, okay, we'll give you the fucking most it fucking, uh, like, I don't know, sought after street drug that you could possibly. I mean, here, here it is. 
the caveat is uh, all you get is 30 pills, so you better uh, learn how to, you know, not become addicted. Um, and uh, that I do have that um, impetus. Like, I can't be fucking around with this shit. I guess I could get it on the street. I could get Adderall on the street, no problem. I mean, that's not as uh, quite as risky, but I, it's still uh, risky. Just because it looks like the same pill that you get all the time. It's like, okay, yeah, that's Adderall. It still uh, requires a little bit of trust in the uh, dealer that what you're getting is, in fact, not laced with uh, fentanyl. So fuck that. But I, I don't know. Like This took a, a little bit of education. Because I am somebody that was not open to the idea of going back on Adderall, man. This is a drug that I have experience with, man. As a kid, as a, as a little kid, as a teenager. Um, but that's a, that was a different time in my life, man. I had less responsibilities, man. And, uh... So now it just seems like, yeah, this is the time to go back on it, see what it does. So uh, it'll be very interesting, man. Because I've not been on Adderall since high school, before I ever started smoking weed. So the, it's going to be really interesting to see if it actually provides the same... Uh, benefits that weed provides. Like if it actually is like, oh shit, I don't need, I don't need to smoke weed right now. I could actually focus on. Sh- I could actually like do shit without smoking weed. That would be an that would be an amazing breakthrough. And you know, I know it'll do something. Like I know it'll help in some way, at least. At first. So it'll be, you know, it'll be interesting. Because cause that really is the the really, the big thing that I've been struggling with is not being able to follow through on uh, tasks that really I care about, man. It's really sad. Like, it makes me almost, like, want to, like, fucking get fucking sad but i can't i'm like i'm not that sad of a person but like it just makes me go like fuck i can't believe that's what i've needed all this time this whole past 15 years i've been completely just living in christ like trying to just stay afloat you know like trying to just navigate through this fucking illness by any way I can, and it's been so fucking hard. It's not been easy, man, to be to be going through those this cycle of like, okay. Um, but I'm excited. I'm. It's like quite an um, a euphoric feeling that I had when I finally got the prescription filled. I was like, fucking thank fuck, I could finally get back to. My life. I can finally start to like have a life again, man. Cause I've been taking a long break from this, from life, from anything, from society. And so, like, if I'm not 
interacting with anybody, I gotta at least record an ep- of you know record this fucking podcast to document the you know just so I have something to show for like what I, what was I up to <laughs> this at this time in my what was he doing in in this time like when he was just completely isolated yeah i was peeling back the the layers of the onion we've made so many this, like epiphanies on this podcast so i do value it even if you know if i don't try to um make it like a monetary thing i still have i, I get value out of this podcast so uh cuz when i first started doing it i was like this will be a yeah a project to motivate me to stay sober and then i figured out that being sober is for fucking not not for me it's not it's not about being sober necessarily it's about picking which drugs <laughs> to do because these fucking like fucking adderall that shit ain't sobriety that shit is the opposite of sober that's like that's meth um, so it's a little bit of like a learning of like destigmatizing tweaker culture. It's like, do I want to like become a tweaker and like start taking big rips of a meth pipe? Nah, but <laughs> no, but I definitely don't judge those people as harsh as I used to. Ah, uh, like I mean, there's something to be said for being. A tweaker. I mean, they're fucking getting, they're getting something out of it. And like I used to kind of look at people who did Adderall recreationally with a little bit of like disdain, a little bit of judgment. It's like, how the fuck do you need this? Like takes like a fucking upper. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, like I, cause I knew, you know, that some people needed it for their ADHD. But, uh, not everybody has ADHDs, but but I know pretty much everybody at one point has taken Adderall. Pretty much everybody has tried it. Uh, and I was like, well, I don't fucking see it as a recreational drug. I never took it recreationally. So I don't see it as that. But I know that it delivers... <laughs> It delivers a fucking punch, like it, like weed. I was using it to get a to get something out of it. I was using it to get uh, the motivation to focus on boring shit, and that's what I'm gonna get out of Adderall. And Adderall, like, so I will probably get a, some euphoria, like some rush of like, fuck yeah, <laughs> and that's what tweakers get that's the same fucking thing i like you get addicted to it. it's like fuck i can't, I can't not take it. <laughs> how do you expect me to do anything without this meth without this amphetamine whatever the fuck it's called and there's nothing that i got in common with hitler i hate when people like the only thing i got in common with hitler is that I also take a bunch of, is that I, you know, I take the same drugs as him. That's it, though. I mean, yeah, everything he did was fucked up. A lot of, pretty much everything he did 
I disagree with, except for the drugs that he did. Those were those were right. So it's a you know this this the, the, the stigma of meth and uh, of of uh, amphetamine of Adderall, same fucking shit. Um, cause like even before I moved to Chicago, uh, from Chicago to Austin, I was hanging out with, uh, some people that were like very good people, good hearted people, talented, creative, great, you know, friends. I would consider them friends but i was completely an ass i took them for granted because i was like yeah they're just like they 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 they're, they're kind of like i looked at them as like they're not um uh they're not like getting places in life like they're not like uh, i just saw them as like kind of like you know not chasing they're stagnant or something and i saw them i saw them it's really just it's it's two people it's one in particular that he was a great friend i miss him but i was so flippant with his uh certain behaviors that i just got annoyed with and i would call him out and it just became to the point where he would get annoyed at me for calling him out, for getting irritated all the time. And it just, I was like, I could tell that I was rubbing him the wrong way. And, uh, so, uh, and, uh, so that caused me to not want to hang out with him and whatever. Uh, but he was a super nice guy and he had access to any fucking drug you could lay your, you could think of any drug you want. So he, he could have gotten me Adderall. The name brand kind, not even the fucking generic shit that I got. He got got me the, the the name brand shit for like I don't fucking remember a really good deal, two bucks a pill. I don't fucking remember a good deal. So it's not like Adderall's not hard. It's not like it's hard to get, but I was like super reserved against it. Uh. Part of it was also because of epilepsy, because you don't want to be on stimulants if you're on a, you know, it does, it, it's not good for that shit. Or if you have a heart condition, you don't want to be fucking taking the fucking stimulant. And I was like, okay, I don't want to be, I don't want to be on Adderall, but again, find that you're on it. And he was taking it a lot. And for some reason, it was like, oh, I don't want to be around this guy when he's on Adderall. Like, it, I didn't really mind, but I did uh, notice it. I noticed that he was, uh, clear, like super different when he was on Adderall. Like he was way more uh, productive. He was making music, and I was invited to make music with him. But I was not on Adderall, so I was not as fucking focused. I wasn't as like inclined to like do multiple takes. I was like, okay, fine, I'll do one more take, whatever. But I was like, yeah, fuck. So you're on Adderall. That's the only reason you're doing it this much, right? It's because you're on Adderall. That's why you're so fucking productive he was like yeah <laughs> and i he felt i could tell he was like felt very like judged by that and it's like there's no reason to judge somebody for using adderall for that because it's not really like he was abusing it if he uh 
also had ADHD. You know, like he wasn't prescribed it. He was a drug addict, like a recovering drug addict. So I definitely had like a, I stigmatized his behavior regardless of what drug it was. I was like, okay, this is the drug you're on. It happens to be Adderall. Okay, whatever. I mean, it's not something I really feel that comfortable with. But uh, now I do. Now I'm looking back at it. It's like, fucking, what a dick. I, what a fucking uh, buzzkill. I could have been fucking <laughs> recording double albums of concept at LPs. We could have been touring the whole fucking country. I don't give a fuck. If I was on Adderall, who gives a fuck? It would have been awesome. So I, so I'm looking back. I was like, "Wow, I was such an asshole." It's like, who gives a fuck if somebody else is on Adderall? They'll join the fucking party. I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess something. About, like I guess half. I guess I, I guess having like epilepsy. I guess that like made me like a fucking square. Like, cause of course I'm a square. Like, it, it, it's not the only time. It's not the only drug I've been a buck, a buzzkill, like cocaine. I don't, I don't do cocaine. Um, I have no desire to do that because that's really, really like super expensive. First of all, and also just super short-lived, and it, it's not safe for epilepsy. So it's still relevant for cocaine, but that's not really quite. Uh, medically uh doesn't matter because that's only abused it's not a fucking medicine uh except for like dental work or something but anyway so cocaine yeah i don't, I don't fucking but i but i don't judge people i should what the fuck am i because uh, i do look i do use i i still do kind of look at cocaine it's like a it's a purely recreational thing there's not really any like medical you can't be like yeah you know i take it for medical purposes man i snort a tiny line dude it's not fucking a beauty i take a tiny line and i do 20 minutes of work and i take another line and you know i do cocaine all day, every day, and you know, I have psychosis, but it's not like I'm a fucking addict. Like, yeah, I'm technically a, a, a dependent on it, but you can say that about any fucking medicine. You can say that about seizure meds. I'm dependent on, anyway, I'm not doing cocaine, but it's just, I do still kind of look at it as like, oh, really? You got to do cocaine? Like, it just seems unnecessary. Um, but I don't like, I don't think it's worth judging people over um but uh also i guess i'd still find it kind of okay to judge people for taking uh uh adderall as a recreational drug because like it's it's uh it makes it difficult for people like me innocent sufferers of the actual condition that is designed to treat uh, it makes it, you know, more difficult. If everybody just in their fucking mother has it, or so, you know, gets prescribed it, 
because it really wasn't hard to get prescribed. I all I had to do was tell the guy, yeah, I was prescribed it as a kid, diagnosed as a kid twice, not not diagnosed twice, but treated on two separate whatever. And he bought. He was like, yeah, I don't. I mean, usually we would need to like have a diagnosis as a kid, and you know, according to the DSM. And normally I would refer you to a psychiatrist, but that didn't appear to be necessary because he was like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll give you the fucking, what do you want? <laughs> he asked me, so what do you want? I, what do you want? So anyway, it really wasn't hard to, to get Adderall prescribed. So that means that, uh, it probably is overprescribed. I mean, uh, fucking, uh, who, uh, who the hell even understands, like, ADHD? It's still very, like, new, and, and like, it's trendy right now. So that's why, like, everybody's like, hey, man, you gotta get, you gotta get a fucking, uh, it's probably ADHD. It's probably autism, not ADHD. And, uh, what else? What else is a very commonly neurodivergent? I'm neurodivergent. Anyway, so I still do look at, like, if you're snorting Adderall, it's like, dude, that's mine. That's my medicine that you're playing around with. I'm fine with it, I guess. As long as there's enough for me. But I'm not doing it for fun, bitch. The party, st- when the party starts, I don't do Adderall. That's how I party. Me off Adderall is a party. That's when I, t- that's when I go fucking crazy. When I'm not on that fucking shit. Oh, you can do it for fun all you want, but I only do that shit when I'm paying taxes. Or when I'm just driving somewhere. Like, I take that shit to prevent chaos I'm taking that shit to not accidentally run off the road yeah I gotta be on it if I'm going behind the wheel isn't that fucking weird I'm a safer driver on uh pretty much meth yeah anything like meth is probably uh you could safely assume that uh, I I would be a better driver on meth because it's the same shit. It's probably even better than Adderall because you're less jittery because it's less side effects because it, it it permeates the blood brain barrier. So I'm I've already dis, I've already like absorbed the mindset of a of a tweaker. It ha- I I decide. I, I, I remember the moment it happened. I was like, hey. I was like, I'm becoming a tweaker. Because I, like, <laughs> I know I, I like drugs. Like, I know I like the feeling of, like, it coming on. Like, the stimulant. Like, because weed is a psycho-stimulant. Um, so I was like, oh, fuck. Hey, I guess I'm a tweaker. I guess, I'm a, I guess I'm, I'm a meth guy. I never saw myself as that. But it it delivers this equilibrium, and so it does calm you down, man. It's fucking awesome. It's hard to, it's just, you know, coffee 
does the, does does it too a little bit the first fucking uh like 20 like 10 minutes after i started drinking a, a cup of coffee you had that fucking wave of relaxation and focus and like yeah um so i can only imagine what this uh amphetamine shit's gonna be like i mean i have a f- i i can remember a little bit and uh and i've also been doing the uh modafinil which i've been starting to like kind of understand a little bit more of why uh why it could be like possible to abuse the shit out of that because like it does like um directly influence your uh, dopamine it increases your dopamine levels like that fucking that's what every fucking street drug does <laughs> that's what every uh illegal drug pretty much for the most part like not psychedelics really but uh yeah, so anything that fucking increases dopamine, and, and that's like what it's selectively uh, without affecting anything else. Modafinil and armadafinil is like a. It's what it's really. It's good at. It's like it. It. It only increases that chemical, so you don't really have much side effects. You just feel like fucking awake, and it's just like you know. You just feel. More high performance, but not jittery. But also, I've never overdosed on it, so I don't really fucking know. But I have an I def I have an understanding of what it would be like to take a lot because I could feel even from just a little bit of a you know half a pill, I get a little bit of euphoria because of it of the energy that it gives you and the just removing fatigue, just energy is enough to. Make somebody feel uh, like something like a dick. That's an that could be a dick. Anything that induces that that feeling of pleasure or energy, I guess, could be addictive. So I get it. Um, I don't think I'm gonna get more of that though because um, it's um, it 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 does help me wake up in a actually helps me a little bit with like productivity like actually got me to like do this podcast i guess um but not really as good as uh, adderall would be i think yeah i just i just don't know if it's the best thing for adhd but so i'm so fuck modafinil i'm i got the real shit right now like the actual hardcore uh Shit, that uh, you know, it's fucking speed. Like, there's no fucking beat in the bush, man. That's what it is. So next week, uh, I will definitely be able to talk about. I'm kind of nervous to see, <laughs> kind of nervous to to see what I'm gonna be like. You know, because like, of course, there's gonna be like. It's not going to be like a miracle drug. It's not like, gonna be, oh, now I'm fucking cured. Like, the first couple days might feel like that. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, but then, of course, it's going to wane. And you got to take like a tolerance prize. Like, 
but whatever. So, so I, we're gonna obviously touch on uh, that, and uh, <laughs> and I uh, I talked to my mother, my 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 mom about how yeah, I fucking got ADHD. I talked to her about this a couple weeks ago, and I told her, hey, this is probably uh, this is probably what Kyle has too. My younger brother, he was on the this podcast. He probably also has this thing, and uh, I don't think she fucking uh, cares though. I don't think she really listens to that. Uh, whenever I uh, talk about certain things, she doesn't like absorb it. Um, so I don't think, I don't know if she actually, uh, um, uh, would have, uh, gave the information to my younger brother, but I'll fuck, I'll do, I'll just text him. Who the fuck knows, man? Because he's also been struggling with like a little bit of like the same issues that I've been struggling with, like this, like ability to like follow through. I don't really know if he has the exact same issue, which is me. Well, I think he does, actually. So I'm going to push him to also consider uh, math. And I think it's funny like how I look, I look, you know, I show up for this drug test looking like a drug dealer. And it's like, don't worry, it's like 30, pill, 30 pills of a generic for Adderall. I don't think I'm going to get by. I don't think I'm going to be having a successful enterprise based on that. So I think you're fine. Even though I look like a drug dealer, come on. This is for me. I need it for me so I can sell other shit to other people. I need to fucking sell it from the... Anyway, so I don't know. It's just interesting that, like, these pharmaceutical companies that you've never heard of, there's a bunch of them. They're multi national corporations like they're headquartered who the you know tel aviv but they got factories all over the world and uh they could be responsible for making the generic or or the or the brand name for any drug under the sun (laughs) and it's fucking interesting how this company i've never heard of you just go to the website and go, okay, here's our products. And they just give you this PDF. It's like a thousand pages. And it just has every fucking drug in alphabetical order that you've ever heard of. You know? Fucking everything. Meth. Opioids. Tylenol. It's like, they're all made by the same company. It's like, yeah, they made, hey, oh, okay, what do you need? What do you need? We got it. Yeah, we make that. Yeah, what do you need? What do you need? Yeah, we make everything. It's crazy, man. Like the same company that makes, uh, I don't know, nicotine gum. I don't know, it's just weird. Like the same company is, is okay, just one company just makes every fucking drug. It's like, oh, okay. It's nice to know. So, um, but only a couple that I could find still produce uh, methamphetamine. So I know which, it's just like, okay, so I'll just call, I'll just be like, okay, if I really need to, I know 
which company at least, you know, if I really need to, I'll just call up the company. I'll just be like, hey, you know, I don't really understand this whole pharmaceutical business, my, this whole, like, you gotta go through a middleman. Can we just go direct to consumer for fuck's sake? Can you just be the Tesla of drug companies? You know what? It's like, I got ADHD. Just give me the fucking thing. Just give me the meth. Give us a fuck about a pharmacy. What do I need a pharmacy for? It's like, okay. I'm pretty sure the company that's making it knows what it is and how much of the, of the what the, the fuck do you need pharmacies for? Just have it come direct from the factory that's making the shit what they don't label the machines they don't know what drugs they're shipping at why is there gotta be a pharmacist going okay one two okay let's make sure this is the correct drug yep i'm pretty sure it's gonna be the correct drug I mean, I've bought other shit. I've bought supplements. I've never once got the wrong supplement of any fucking sub. And I'm pretty sure that's less regulated than, uh, oh, I don't know, a fucking meth lab? So, uh, That's the convert. That's what I'm just gonna. That's what I'm gonna say on the phone. I'm just gonna be. Uh, you do the math. Does that make any sense? Pharmacies are a scam, and I, and I did have to actually physically drive to get the 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 Adderall because it's a fucking controlled substance. So they actually had to check my ID, and it was the most horrible. I thought pharmacists had to get like a fucking like eight year degree or something. I thought it was like a very like difficult thing, but this per this fucking pharmacist was very it was like the same level of of <laughs> of proficiency that you would get out of a out of a Wendy's drive through, but it was a pharmacy, but it was the same exact employee that you would get at a at a wendy's like they're like huh what do you want what oh you already paid what what's the number and it's like it was so like like how is that the per same <laughs> the same people that get your order wrong at waterburger are list or <laughs> that's who's distributing my medicine okay Whatever, it was correct. It looks like the right stuff to me, but it's like if Waterburger can't even get a burger order right, how is it that there's a? I thought pharmacists had like a slightly higher, but there was no. <laughs> she acted like I was like an asshole. She was like, not really, but she was like, "What? I can't hear you." Oh, that's that's like the same level of service I get at like a 
somebody that really is like not in a high paying position. Like, okay, I thought pharmacists made like good, whatever. Who the fuck knows? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe, yeah. Cause I feel like there was such a disconnect. And it's not the first time that I've done the, uh, and this is the last topic of the episode. I've gone, this is a long episode. I didn't think this would be a, such a long episode, but, uh, I I always pay with the express pay online when I get Walgreens farm uh, prescriptions filled, and uh, I tell them, hey, I got I did it, I paid online, I did the express, but they still uh, tell me, okay, it'll be ten bucks. Like, did you just get hired? Do you not know that that they have that I? Do you guys not know what that means that I paid? And then they go, oh, okay, what's... <laughs> it was quite a, like, it's it was not smooth at all. It was very, like, okay, that's inconvenient. <laughs> anyway, and I, I got, the whole point of it was that I didn't have to, like, go back, have this back and forth of, like, yeah, I already did that. Here's the number. Oh, you didn't get... Here it is again, you dumb fucking... Um. Yeah, so fuck that that Walgreens, but they, I usually just get that shit delivered. But that would have taken a long. It would have taken multiple days. And who the fuck would just you know if somebody steals it off my porch? There's thirty days worth of a fucking drug I can't get. That would be really bad if I if it got stolen off my porch. <laughs> Because that's where they leave it. They don't fucking put it in the mailbox. It's FedEx. They just leave the fucking... They just leave it just on my... Po- so, yeah. I would tell my... I would have to message my doctor. <laughs> Be like, hey, yeah, so... Uh, so, I, I, yeah, somebody stole my Adderall. Can I get more? Like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, here's a thousand pills. Here's a whole... Bo- here, fuck it. Here's a year's worth... Yeah, they don't do that because they don't trust people. Because why the fuck would they? Why would they trust people with Adder- with something that gets you fucking cranked? You know, like I, I, I maybe you know, maybe I am uh, not to be trusted with this drug. Maybe I am gonna be- become an overnight uh, junkie. Anyway, I'm not worried about it. I guess I am kind of worried. You know. Like I said, you gotta make it last a whole month. So if I only have it last fifteen days, that might be a problem. Who knows, man? We'll have to experiment with that, cause like he, the dad, my dad, he's like, don't you know? You don't want to probably take it every day. He's like, yeah, but I take it every day. <laughs> cause you build a tolerance. But I, you know, I'm like. <laughs> Online, anecdotal people, you know, I've heard people, just one person, I think, just say, yeah. No, you gotta take it every day, because if you don't take it every day, it really is like taking an upper, because if you don't have a tolerance, it, you get hit by like a ton of bricks. It's like you feel like you're on an upper. You don't want to have that. So it's like, no, you, you actually do want to have a little bit of a tolerance. So maybe you do it every fucking day. I don't fucking know. We'll figure it out, Doc. Yeah, Adderall. 
I mean, geez, ADHD. It doesn't like take a break. It doesn't. It doesn't like go on holiday. There's no weekends for ADHD. But I guess it kind of works out because on the weekend that is when you're supposed to party in a guest. If that's when I'm uh, gonna be off the Adderall. Yeah, that's what I'll be a fucking reckless, uh, crazy asshole. Well, because I won't be an air, or else I'll fit in perfectly at the parties. Because it's not like I don't want to go to parties. It's just that I don't fucking know anybody in this fucking town. And, like, the only, not to, not to be a dick, but, like, I don't fucking want to hang out with, like, just anybody. It's like, fucking anybody that'll have me. It's like, okay. It's not like I'm just that. It's not like I'm not um, <laughs> capable of uh, uh, having friends or making them. It's just that uh, I want uh, really cool ones. <laughs> so anyway, so but I do want to kind of get back into the fucking uh, comedy community. You know, I should. Fuck, you know, just fucking get, throw myself back into it for, you know, just a little while. Like, uh, if the Adderall actually helps, I mean, oh, yeah. If I could actually, like, get back into, like, bi- like not back into, but into, for the first time, building a set and not getting, you know, sick of, ju- you know. Moving on from premises two seconds after I think of them is like that is what ADHD was stopping me from fucking doing. Being a real comedian, like my uh, definition of a real comedian would be somebody that uh, uh, actually, like you know, (laughs) develops uh, a bit, develops an act. I don't fucking, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, there's people that, like, uh, they do comedy because they want to, like, be a comedian. Like, they, they, they get their rocks off by actually, like, doing the, yeah, like, doing the job. Like, going in front of strangers and entertaining them to your call, like, at your, um, expense. Like, you're fucking working your ass off writing a bunch of bits, working them out, tweaking them, taking these long fucking uh, travel uh, commutes. You got to fucking travel the country. Who the fuck, you know? Uh, All just to go on, just to tell, just to entertain strangers. Yeah, that does not appeal to me, man. (laughs) That's not why I uh, got into comedy. I got into it because I'm just, because it's fun. It's fun to do something that you're kind of like naturally have an inclination for. It's f- it's something I am naturally able to do, kind of like to some like naturally. Um. So I was like, oh fuck yeah yeah, I kind of want to get good at that, but once I got good at it, it's like okay. Uh, I'll, can I do movies now? Yeah, it's like now that I got good, it's like, well, I'm not going to, like, keep doing um, 
uh, just regular random shit. Um, uh, I I lost my thought there, but but you know I I, I it, it, it's uh it's just a shame because uh, I mean not to toot my own horn, but like there's not that many funny people. Like a lot of people can't get back into comedy where they left off. I don't know. Like, I could just get right back. I could just jump right back into it. And who gives a fuck if I took three, four months off? Like, I'm still... I still got what you need, which is the only thing people give a fuck about is that you're actually... Is that you're funny. So nobody will, like, care. And everybody will remember. Like, that's the cool thing about comedy. It's like, you're... Not comedy, but, like, actually... Being a comedian is like, um, if you like somebody, you remember them. You, they have value, and it, you keep them in your th- memory and your thought bank. Um, so I haven't gi- I haven't given up on it yet. You know, man, it's just because I had to go. Just because I I tried really really hard to to quit. It's not. Um. Doesn't mean it's over, man. It's not over, man. It's a, it hasn't even started, man. The past 10 years, I've just been learning how to, like, build stage press. I've just been learning how to build a cadence, how to, like, time a... How to talk funny. Because that's pretty much all it is, is just talking funny. It's not, like, actually, like, like thinking of the cleverest no just talking funny that's all the fucking you don't have to be smart some of the funniest comics in the world are not that smart they're not that gifted they're just funny and they've been doing it for 30 fucking years so they they carved out they figured out how to be funny in their own voice and that once you have that, it's fucking fun, dude. Like, once you can just know that you can work a room and you don't, you know, it's not really about just, like, having the best material, but it's just about having the best delivery in a way that nobody else can replicate. That is pretty fucking powerful, man. So why would I just let that go to fucking sh- Why would I just not use that, man? You know, right? And also, I was thinking about like how I have a fucking I could sing and in, in a in a you know like never mind. I'm not gonna finish that thought. It's because it, this is a series. Because it's gonna come come off as like douchey at this late in the episode. It's and it's but it, and it is douchey. Um, but I had a real. I just realized that um the reason. Um. I did, I was able to do comedy and karaoke consistently for so long is because um, it somehow delivers enough stimulation for me to keep doing to where it overrides the ADHD. Because if it's something that you're actually stimulated by, the superpower of ADHD people is that we could actually get deeper into something we actually have a higher threshold for 
like interest. Like we actually are more attentive. Like like we actually have a bigger appetite than the average person for 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 topics that interest us. So there's a lot of overlap with autism in that respect, man. That's why it's fucking hard to distinguish the two, man. It's like that's why I was like, do I have autism? Because I do get pretty deep into certain subjects, but, but uh, that doesn't mean it's autism, man. Autism is like they're like an expert, like they're fucking a fucking expert on it. I don't know, man. Um, for all I know, it's not. For all I know, I could not have any fucking bit of autism. It's just complete. Every fucking symptom that I thought was autism could totally be explained by something way less embarrassing. Which is like I'm way less embarrassed about saying I got ADHD than telling people I got autism. Because, you know, autism is associated with, like, social awkwardness and, like, you know, uh, you know that's not, and just uncoolness. And, like, ADHD ain't that. So I'd rather have ADHD, but also I don't give a fuck what it is. I really don't. It just seems like, to be honest, ADHD way more accurate. It fits fits the symptoms way more accurately because like I was I was tested for both as a kid and I did not ever get uh, diagnosed with autism so and I was diagnosed so like it's not like I have to like reject anything it's not like I'm going against the grain or I'm not going against any like professionals there that's actually the professionals that said I don't have autism. I'm the fucking idiot that diagnosed myself with that shit. Anyway, this has been a very good long episode. I'm not excited to listen back to it and edit it or all that shit. Who gives a fuck? It's just for archival purposes and in case you... It's just for basically for the lawyers and for when I die. Like This is long after I'm dead. To be like, okay, we need to know what his what he was up to. You know, let's see if he mentions, I don't know, something about his finances. And I did not talk about that at all this episode. That's which is ins- which is crazy because like some episodes, that's all I talked about was finance. This one was only about drugs. <laughs> uh, not a lot about finance. Not a lot about finance, baby. Uh, anyway, <laughs> holy fuck. I guess I'm just in the mood to talk to a camera, baby. I'm excited, man. Started my journey as a tweaker. This is the before picture. Of <laughs> this is me before meth. I don't know, it looks like an after to me. It's like, okay, if that's you before meth, I don't even want to see the after, never mind the after. You lost me at the before. Big guy fucking looks like he's already on. Sound way worse than meth, dude. Look at like that fucking crack cocaine mixed with 
white supremacy. You can't cure, there's no cure for that shit, alright. Thank you guys very much, episode 47. Have a good week, y'all.